Welcome to Season 2, Episode 1 of Divided We Stand. I am Joe McGuire, along with Michael Gadiosi and Victoria Lang. Uh, it is official. The Senate did vote to reject subpoenas for both witnesses or documents, uh, which basically clears the way for a vote on the verdict. Uh, party lines, obviously, 51-49 uh, was, was how it went down. Um the only two Republicans that wanted to see witnesses were Susan Collins of Maine and Mitt Romney of Utah. Mitt, we know why. Hmm. Susan Collins, just because. Doesn't she always want more? Uh, that that just sort of seems to be the way this goes. Uh, right now, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell and Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer are negotiating the terms for closing this trial out. Uh, House Democrats prosecuting the case and President Trump's defense team are expected to deliver closing arguments. The length is among the issues that is now open to debate. Uh, Schumer and McConnell also have to decide how much time senators will have to debate the verdict and whether to have that debate in open or closed session. I'm going to guess it's going to be in closed session. Mm -hmm. Michael, this was expected, but it, it looked like Republicans maybe at least wanted the to open up the idea of witnesses and documents. And why wouldn't we, if you're going to impeach a president, have it out? Well, I agree. I definitely agree with that. I think they wanted to see uh, witnesses in the trial. They wanted to have extend this thing and bring in witnesses, especially this John Bolton stuff that's going on, too. So they would have liked to have heard from him. Uh, I know the Democrats were, were going to we're going to scream for that. And they looked early on, however, that they were going to get the four votes from those Republicans that they would accept. I was actually thinking that's what's going to happen. I mean, people are saying it's going to be an acquittal. It's going to be an acquittal because it's a Republican Congress. Well, Senate. Okay, well, maybe so. But there's four holdouts here that say, well, we want witnesses. And I knew it would be Romney and Collins. But then you had Lamar Alexander and Murkowski. Uh, I kind of thought Murkowski and... um, uh, Lamar Alexander were kind of like on the fence, but I thought they were going to say yes. I really thought they were going to vote yes, and this would have gone on with these witnesses, to, and, and, and it would have been a blown-out trial here, all full blown And there's trial. always the idea Joe Manchin, the Democrat, might vote no. And and, and that, too. that too, I was I was actually a little surprised, not too surprised, but a little bit. Like I thought he would probably want to have witnesses and go along party lines, but he was like leaning towards no. So I wouldn't have been surprised if he did, if it went to a vote and he said no. But I wasn't too surprised with the two holdouts there that said, no, I don't we don't want any witnesses. Actually, I take that back. Lamar Alexander surprised me a little bit. I thought he was going to go for it and say yes. Uh, Murkowski was the one that was like struggling with this. So when she said no, I was like, really? She said no, <laughs> actually. But uh, everyone said it, and of course Trump tweeted it when Lamar Alexander said no, game over. So that's well, that's where it is right now. So now they're going to have the closing arguments, and then the, this is it. But I believe the Democrats aren't done yet. Victoria, do you think that the Democrats blew it here? I mean, you, you, you know, when, when these were the expected results, mm-hmm. did it make sense for them to rush it out of the house to have this showdown where where maybe if they would have waited till later in the year if you're if you're saying this is a political thing that they might have waited till later in the year getting closer to an election so 
I mean, this obviously, again, like Russia blows up in their face. Right. I just feel like the Democrats kind of blew it for everybody. I just feel like these senators took an oath that they would be non-biased for the trial. And like that includes having like a fair trial. And I feel like if John Bolton has all of this information, well, that he claims he has because he's not a witness and we're not going to be able to hear from him in the trial. But if he was in that room, then why aren't we being able to hear the information that he wants to tell us? And as Nancy Pelosi was saying, she was just saying, like, if there was no documents, if there's no witnesses, how are we going to have a trial? Right. I mean, again, if you're going to impeach a president, and, and I think if you're the Republican Party, it's a mockery of the system to not have a real trial. Uh, John Bolton, in his upcoming book, contradicts a key aspect of Trump's defense uh, which is argue, uh, his uh, lawyers argued in the Senate trial um, that there are no witnesses who have linked Trump's withholding of military aid to Ukraine uh, for the investigations into former Vice President Joe Biden and his son Hunter or the debunked theory about Ukraine meddling in the 2016 U.S. election. White House security officials have been trying to block the publication of John Bolton's book. John Kelly, former chief of staff, uh, described... John Bolton is a note taker. It's a person who pays attention. Uh, let me ask you this, Michael, and I don't want to put you on a spot here, but if I have to believe John Bolton or Donald Trump, who should I believe and why? <laughs> yeah, putting me on the spot here. Oh, okay. I said I wasn't going to put you on the spot, but I lied. <laughs> so, what, a, what a pal. What a thanks. pal. Um, all right. I'm speaking for myself here. Okay. Yeah. I would believe, based on the evidence, I would believe Trump. I would believe Donald Trump. Wow. The transcript. Uh-huh. The transcript. Remember the did transcript? Did you read the transcript? I read the transcript. Did you read it, or did Fox News tell you what no, it no, said? No, 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 no. Because those I, no, are di- very no, different you, things. Joe, you know me. I don't, I, don't, I don't do that. I don't watch the TV and say, well, if they say it's true, it's got to be. No. I read it for myself. Okay. Um, Zelensky himself also the guy on the other end of the call said there was no pressure no quid pro quo nothing the interesting thing is speaking of John Bolton uh, this is why I would believe Trump because I believe he has a credibility issue now I don't know if you've seen today the video of Bolton that came out from August Uh, I believe he did an interview with Radio Free Europe and he described the calls both calls that Trump had with Zelensky as warm and cordial nothing wrong there no problems so now he comes out or supposedly comes out in this book and the manuscript supposedly says yeah he tied the aid to the investigation well the uh, aid was given to the Ukrainians and the investigation never happened this is why I lean towards believing what Trump is saying until someone can prove otherwise Donald Trump's told 14,000 lies since he's been in office. But that, but okay. so, so, I but, don't know, 15,413. But maybe, no, 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 Victoria, maybe he's not lying about this. That, right. That's maybe my point. Maybe this is the one time he was like, where Trump was telling the truth. Mm-hmm. Maybe it is. That's my point. He said he doesn't know uh, Les Parnas. He doesn't know Igor Fruman. Never heard of him. Both indicted yeah. associates of Rudy Giuliani. Um... And uh, again, both both go very much against what President Trump said on one of the videos that was released. Trump's heard on the recording telling an aide to get rid of her, take her out, uh, talking about Ambassador Yovanovitch. Michael, I don't want to go back to you again, but <laughs> oh, geez, geez. I, I'm stupid. 
I don't know anything. What does oh. get rid of her and take her out mean? Means to fire her. So what? What is? What is? Oh. What is? What is Have a, you ever wait, watched wait a, a mob wait, movie? Wait a minute. What is illegal about an employer firing an employee? I don't think that's what he means. Take her. I don't out think he means kill her. Date? No, I don't think he means kill her or take her down. I don't think he means take her out on a date either. Well, I think he meant to, to get rid of her, to fire her. Michael, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I want to remind you something of Trump. You remember he used to be on The Apprentice. Yes. What was his catchphrase? You're fired. Right. So when he wants to fire somebody, <laughs> Victoria, what does Trump usually say? You might say, I got to get rid of her. Right. He looked <laughs> at you. Brett Michaels on the <laughs> Celebrity you. Edition, and he was like, take him out. I mean, what? what, 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 what okay, oh, let, let me ask you, what do you think it means? I think it means something nefarious, and, and I would like to see documents, and I would like to see okay. evidence, and I would like to hear witnesses testify what that right, means. I'll That's buy that. That's what I would like to see. I'll buy that. I That's agree. all I wanted here. Look. A fair trial. I thought this impeachment was stupid from the get-go. Mm-hmm. For different reasons than most people, I feel like this impeachment should have been about the Russia thing, where there was a ton of evidence in this case. Like what? Uh, like what? Robert Mueller. Well, you'll see when Trump leaves office and he gets indicted. But that's <laughs> there was no evidence. There, there is there was, evidence. No, there and, was not. And don't forget, the Southern District of New York is still is still working uh, on the Trump Foundation. But that's that's for another that's for another episode. For another time, another place. Oh yeah. Oh, we'll get to that plenty. <laughs> don't you worry, <laughs> Victoria. Um, I was hoping the Republicans would have agreed to witnesses. And would have called the Bidens. Right. Because number one, and, and you're going to like this, Michael, I've never heard it explained. Mm-hmm. How did he get the job making 50 grand a month? Right. And the company was cleared of, was it cleared of wrongdoing or corruption? Not sure there. We don't know. So I would love for the Bidens, I would love it for them to explain that. I, I do think they have some explaining to do. Mm-hmm. I don't agree Here's the thing, though. Whether or not the Bidens did something or not mm-hmm. has zero to do with the phone call Trump made to Ukraine uh, withholding the military aid. Right. Those things are separate of one another. Whether Trump did that or not mm-hmm. is a se- if, the, if, if is, and, and I'll tell you this too, Michael. I've been a Republican my whole life. I voted for Hillary Clinton because, it, it, to me, this, it was like a joke. It was like when kids put in like a vote for Gumby in the school election. <laughs> I, I've always liked Donald Trump as an entertainer. I thought he was a, a charming guy when I was a kid. I wanted to be like Trump because he was the symbol of wealth when I was growing up right. in the 80s. Then he turned into kind of a joke, and he got into media. Mm-hmm. Same thing that happened to me in life. And so, you know, I, I could appreciate what, thank you, Victoria, I can appreciate what the guy does, but I couldn't vote for him, not when there was a qualified candidate who I hated my whole life. I hate Hillary Clinton, okay? I only voted for her because I thought, I left my country. This guy's not qualified, and he's not doing a bad job. Oh, he's not? not at he's all. not doing a bad job. He's His demeanor is awful. Right. Uh, you know, his his... Approach to the job is more along the lines of Kim Jong uh, Il or 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 Ooh. Vladimir Putin, his father. I'm talking about the father, who's still. I don't know if you yeah. know this. Uh, is still the president of the country. Mm, Kim Jong Un is only the chairman of the party. His father is still president, even though he's been dead for what yeah. 15 years, something like that. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, that's a that's a weird. But but to, but look, the way Trump acts, right? He's not gaining himself any favors. You're a baseball fan. No. Kurt Schilling just got left out of the Hall of Fame, and and it's not because of the bloody sock. No. It's not because of the 216 wins. It's not because of the postseason success or the regular season success. It's because he runs his mouth a lot, and there's ramifications for your actions. And if Kurt Schilling doesn't get to be in the Hall of Fame, I don't know why Donald Trump continues to get away with behaving the way he does. There's no reason for it. Like, we're, we should long be past that at this point, mm-hmm. especially with a re-election coming. You'd think the guy would soften the tone a little bit. You know? Well, he hasn't. Not because I'll tell you what, if you look at the poll numbers, yeah. it, it, it's not going well with independents in this country and, and Donald Trump. And for a long time, that curiously actually sat pretty split on him, which shocked me because I thought how are half the independents like, nah, I have no problem with that. It's shifting. It's shifting in a, in a big way, and it, it could hurt him in an election. But, Victoria, the Democrats mm-hmm. will find a way to blow it because they will pick the worst possible candidate. Or, you know, what even better might happen, Biden gets the nomination and we find out come October that there was corruption at Burisma. That's what I'm afraid is going to happen. Something something crazy is going down because this is also the new politics we live in. That's right. That's right. And I've told you before, you talked about who they're going to get as a nominee. I'm telling you, I've said this to you guys. Wait, wait, wait. You know what I'm build going up. Big you know build right, up. You know where I'm going with this. Michael has said this to me, and he mentioned this to Victoria the other day, so you do know. Uh, but l- how about a little build up before we get to should it? We do, should we do a drum roll? Or? Do a drum roll. And Michael, and I don't I don't think there's a possibility, but who do you think's going to get the Democratic nomination? Psychic prediction. Hillary Clinton. Can you imagine? I mean, not for nothing. <laughs> he knew I was going to say that. Not for nothing. She beat him. She beat him the first time. Right. Popular vote doesn't count. It's it like, does count. That's not how you it elect president. But, but it does count. That's, no, I understand that. Oh, I, I understand how it works, Michael. Yes. I'm not an idiot. But she <laughs> beat him. And wouldn't have to do much better to completely flip the Electoral College. Oh. Not that I think it's going to happen. Not that I think she would win if she... Because I think... No. I think so much of this country is soured on Hillary Clinton. I still don't regret my vote, but I regret everything she has said Wait, since the day may, after the election. You may get another yeah. chance to vote for her. I'm telling you. Uh, that I'm, would be... I'm, I'm predicting this. I could be wrong. I, I'll admit, but I believe she's going to run. If Donald Trump doesn't turn it all around for me by November, and if the Antichrist Hillary Clinton, <laughs> I'll go there. But she is quirky like that. She probably will pop up. Use the element of surprise. So let me tell you a little bit about me and my lifelong love of the Republicans. I mean, I grew up under Ronald Reagan. Oliver North was my hero when I was a kid. Okay, I would like to vote Republican again. And I'm having a let's talk about Rand Paul for a minute. You guys, you guys know about what Rand Paul did. Uh, They're submitting questions to Mm -hmm. Chief Justice John Roberts Mm -hmm. and Senator Rand Paul, who was a guy. we have a libertarian right now uh, uh, doing the audio for us, uh, and I know you're a big fan of his dad's. Yeah. I always liked the Pauls; thought they were good people. Something's going on with this guy. There's something wrong with him. He literally handed in a question with the whistleblower's name in it, and John Roberts refused to to read it. So Rand Paul, who should have been arrested for doing this, you're not supposed to leave the chamber, ran out to talk to the media and to tweet it, because Rand Paul. Like no one other than maybe Mitch McConnell has adopted to the Donald Trump way of doing business. And 
you might say, I have no problem with it. You're gonna, when there's a Democrat in office, I promise you, because I know I will. I know I, I will. I probably would. Yeah. I mean, I think right now, Michael, I think the Republicans are shooting themselves in the foot mm. because Donald Trump is, uh, let's say he wins re-election. Let's say he survives, and I mean physically because of the horrible shape he's in. Let's say, <laughs> and he's old, let's say he lives through that, that to that next term, right? What, what do you think is going to happen in the aftermath of that? I mean, you you know how this generally goes. Eight, eight and eight. That's what you get. Right. It's not going to be Ivanka Trump. Uh, and it's not going to be Mike Pence. Not, well, I, and if you look at the Republican Party, let me ask you something. Yeah. Outside of Nikki Haley, who who's anybody anyone's interested in right now that's not a Trump? That's a good question. Who would be? Uh, who would be? I mean, I know there's a couple of guys that wanted to run against Trump as like uh, independents or something like that. I thought I heard Joe Walsh. Joe uh, Walsh, that's uh, the guy. Uh, that's a, a great conservative, yeah, former congressman, and right. a talk show host, yeah, and a guy who was very much in support of Donald Trump, who like me was like, I can't, man, I can't do this. Th- this is not how a president behaves. It's just not. There's got to be a standard. It's the president. Well, remember what I told you guys the other night about who I voted for in 2012. I voted for Gary Johnson. I know Duncan liked that one. Yeah. I voted, but something happened to him. I don't know what the heck happened to him. He, he, he lost his mind between 2012 and 2016. So I was leaning towards the constitutional candidate. This guy named Daryl Castle. So... I was looking at what this guy stands for. So I said, well, yeah, you know, he's a conservative views and this, that. Like, we shouldn't be in, th- you know, our troops in this part of the world. They, they bring them home and all that stuff. I'm like, yeah, yeah, we should do that. You know? So, but then I thought, this guy doesn't stand a chance. <laughs> he's not going to win. As much as I like his ideas, he's not going to win. So, do I want Hillary to win? No. So, I reluctantly, I did vote for Trump. I did. Um, I may be looking at the constitutional candidate for 2020. Who knows? I haven't uh, I haven't decided that yet. I love Republicans that because, again, I took a stand. I I, I couldn't do Trump. Right. I just mm. couldn't do it. Um, and again, I'll admit, I, I don't think he's done a terrible job being the president. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're still on the globe. So, far. so, so far, so good. And we haven't <laughs> annihilated anybody else yet. And while he did ban transgenders uh, from the service, uh, I think the ones that are in are still in. Um, so, so, uh, the handmaid's tale has not come to fruition. So that's good so far. Um, I think a lot of people on the left get a little crazy with what they think can happen in the term of a presidency. Um, even, even when you have blind loyalists in the Senate, like Mitch McConnell, who told you from the get go, this impeachment was never going to happen. He hmm. wasn't interested in making it happen. That's what he said. Yeah. And again, if we're ever in a position, Michael, where there's a Democrat and I hear you complaining, I'm, I'm going to remind you of this because trust me, I, I'll be right there with you. If there's a Democrat getting out of line, got to get rid of them. But the same hmm. the same should apply to the Republicans. Oh, and and I, I I find it disgraceful, honestly, that um we're where we are right now. I, I I find it shocking, and you know I I haven't I haven't donated to the Republican Party since 2016, um, and I and I don't think in good faith I could, 
uh, again, at least in, in the time being. I thought the Republicans had a really great chance to be heroes in this country with health care. Oh, that's, yeah, that's... Could have oh, fixed health care, could have fixed Obamacare. They dropped the ball Repackaged it, Trump care. Oh, and yeah. it could have been heroes to America, and the liberals would have had a really hard time criticizing that. I know a lot of that's, times Republicans are like, well, you know, if Trump uh, found the cure for cancer, they'd be mad about that too. No, nobody would. Right. It's a ridiculous sure thing to would. say. Because Trump's never even tried to cure cancer. He can't even be nice to people, <laughs> let alone... Some great accomplishment. Again, and, and would you agree? Well, Victoria, let me ask you. Okay. Um, uh, Gen Z, liberal, feminist, right? right? Uh, and very informed. And, and, and I want to ask you this. Okay. The way the president behaves. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know that that's not right. Obviously, I know that that's not right. And I just, it's like so sad to see somebody getting away with behaving like that. Um, just because I just feel like that is like the number one job. And I even feel like you talk about it all the time. Like people on radio, like radio stations, like their credibility is everything. Right. And that is nowhere as serious as being the president of the United States. And it's like kids, like when they're younger, they don't even want to write that down. They don't want to be like, I want to be the president when I get older, because it's just like such a big thing. And look at what Trump is doing. Do you feel like he cares about you and your positions? Politically speaking. Absolutely not. Because I've heard several times the things that he's said about women and what he's wanted to do and the things that he said about Hillary Clinton and just, what are you going to do? And I just feel like it's so sad. And, like, I don't want to have kids in this state of the world at all. Like, I fight with my boyfriend about it, like, all the time because I just, like, never want to have kids. I would never want to bring somebody into this and have them, like, look up to a president like Trump because I just feel like that... It's just ridiculous. I would never want to bring them into a country like this. You have sons? Two. Two sons. Two. I have three daughters and a son. And so maybe we're just looking at this and coming at it differently because I know a lot of people who feel like, and and you can read it in his tweets. I mean, he's not talking to everybody. He's not talking to everybody. He's not celebrating the wins with everybody. He's celebrating it with his people. Mm-hmm. And I, I did not vote for Obama. Okay? Neither time. Me too. I never <laughs> felt like that guy was trying to do things to hurt me or that weren't in my best interests. And you have an entire political party of people who feel like this guy doesn't care. I can kick back because I'm a I'm a 44 year old white guy. I'm still registered Republican. Nothing bad's happening to me. I'm good. I'm good. No matter what happens, I win. When you talk about the economy, I have stocks. I'm in the stock market, so yeah, no complaints. I have no complaints uh, financially uh, and economically what the president's done. Okay, but you're not acting like the president of everybody. You're, you're just not. And, and and it only adds to the divide, which is where the name of the show comes from. And, and my number one concern is I don't know how we go back to not hating libtards and, and Trump tards and all that nonsense. Where, where do, how do we get back and how are we going to do it with a president who 
calls people like Pocahontas and and right. Lion yeah. Ted. I mean, you 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 know. Again, how old are your sons? My oldest twenty three, youngest can turn eighteen. Would you want your sons to behave like he does in public? No, not in public. No, I, okay. will, I, I will admit that. No, I, I, I will admit that. I would not want them to do that. Um, but what I was going to say was this thought I had was, you're right about that. There, there are times that he will tweet something. And I'd be like, wow, why did he tweet that? You know, and people say, well, you know, because he tweets because you know, the mainstream media trashes him, so he has to bypass them and stuff. But um, I, I think what people why he resonates with people is because like you said the economy the jobs national security things like that people are and that's why you go to any of his rallies there's people waiting camping out and everything like that he's they don't they're not like i don't care if he's presidential or not hey my 401k is going up my 401k is going up you know i've seen my i've seen my wages but go do up. you sacrifice the moral <laughs> integrity of this country because your stocks are up not necessarily no no, I because I, I, that's I, what I struggle with every day. Right. I, I have a daughter who's 19 years old who wants to get into politics, very much admires Hillary Clinton, at the same time is very aware of Whitewater and and some of the other things of Hillary Clinton's past. Right. We talk about that kind right. of stuff. I want to weigh the pros and cons of everybody on both sides mm-hmm. because that's really the way I vote. I'm really picking the better person, you know, right. and not necessarily based on my my personal views, but the greater good of the community I live in and the state that I live in. And then of course in the country and the country being the most important, you know, I take those votes very seriously because I don't know those people. I know my local Weathersfield community, uh, uh, you know, town council people. I know a lot of the state senators in Connecticut. I don't know the people at the national level. Right. And so when I vote, I mean, their integrity and their character and their personality and their history are very important to me. That's why there was no way with Trump. I read up on Hillary Clinton. I mean, did you read the Benghazi report? The 857 pages? I mean, it's utter nonsense. Like, they, there, there was nothing to find there. There was nothing to find there. And And, I mean... When I say Benghazi, right, what do you think of right away? Ah, she let those soldiers die there. It was a CIA compound. She did nothing of the sort. Mm-hmm. Had nothing to do with Hillary Clinton. Um, but we're not we're not here to defend Hillary Clinton because right. she's done. She's not retired. Yet. Not yet. And I'm gonna be. I'm gonna say something else. I'm gonna give you a firm stance of me, so you understand where I'm coming from. I want, when it comes to the presidency of the United States, no more. Clintons, no more Bushes, okay? Can't do it. No Obamas, not doing it, not interested. No more no more celebrities. No Oprah, no Zuckerberg, no Mark Cuban. Right, like let's uh, just no, throw Ellen up in there. No like, uh, Tesla, it. not interested. I, I, not Duncan, a, Duncan. I, I, want, I, want, I want people who have worked in politics, who have balanced budgets, who have... Uh, worked in 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 diplomacy you know i i i like michelle obama a lot i don't think michelle obama should be the president neither do i um well i know why you know why i know why trump is what's that i think she would be a better president than trump is right now Um, tough to say and i'll tell you why i'll tell you why i say that 
I'll tell you why I say that. He's done a terrible job, for the most part, um, being the president. Okay? That doesn't mean policies haven't worked out. Of course they have. Uh, when, when they suggested Oprah Winfrey <laughs> as a candidate, I thought, this is why I didn't leave the Republican Party. Okay? Because they always find a way to say stupid stuff. And people said to me, if Hillary, uh, if Oprah ran against Trump in 2020, who would you vote for? And I said, Trump. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> he will be the more experienced of the candidates. Mm. Same thing goes for if it was Zuckerberg or or any. I mean, if you haven't been the president or you haven't served any elected office at this point and you're running against Trump, I would have to at the very least admit he's been doing it. Yeah, but he's also, like, impeached for life. And I just can't even wrap my mind around if Trump was the first president to be impeached and then re-elected. I just can't even fathom That's That's going to happen, by the way. That is going to happen. There's a possibility. It, it is, like I said, I mean, those independent numbers aren't looking good. And, and he's going to have to really behave himself between now and the election. Which he won't. I mean, you're putting your money Trump, on that? Trump is Trump. That's basically what it is. Trump is going to be Trump no matter what people say. He's going to do what he wants to do. He's going to tweet. Yeah, even though people say, you shouldn't do that, Mr. President. Shouldn't. He's going to tweet anyway. He's, that, that, that's, that's basically, in a nutshell, Trump is Trump. And, and Michael Cohen being in jail, Paul Manafort, none of that. You're not bothered by any of that. Not bothered by if, that, any of if, that at all. Uh, what if you were in jail? If Obama's, if o- happen. listen, never... if Obama's cabinet guys had had gone to jail, how yeah. would you feel about that? If uh, yeah, I mean, you see what I'm saying? They deserved it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you you think Paul Manafort shouldn't be Paul in jail? Man- Paul Manafort should be in jail for what he did, but yep. it's not nothing tied to Trump. And Trump wasn't anywhere involved in his money laundering. I mean, he he was doing this. Oh, I understand he, about he the was, money laundering. He was doing this long before he became his. You, but you you do realize. That that Paul Manafort signified to Russia that he was open for business. Same thing with Carter Page. I mean, the, the, there was th- those guys who were a signal to Russia, like you're gonna wanna, you want us to win, and and then they did. And as we know, Russia helped him specifically. Mm, Michael, no, Michael, no. Michael. Hey, well, if, he helped, if, if he helped Trump, if he helped Trump, how did Hillary win the popular vote? If they helped Trump. Because they weren't that good. They weren't that good. <laughs> Again, Hillary was, shouldn't have won the popular this vote. This was extremely concentrated <laughs> in, in in the most vulnerable areas. It was masterfully done. Right. I will say that. I mean, they got their money's worth. They they most certainly did because they broke they they did. They broke the blue. They knew exactly where to run. They knew exactly where to put Jill Stein, and it worked out perfectly. They didn't have to change votes, Michael. That was the beauty of it. They just had to win. They just had to win electoral votes, and they knew where they could win them. They knew they could win them in Wisconsin. They knew they could win them in Virginia, in Pennsylvania, and they did it, and it was masterful. So the Russians did all that, as you're saying. The Russians helped them to get the information out. It's all in the report. So, I, I mean, th- this, isn't, this isn't to be disputed. You could feel the way you want about it. And again, right. Victoria, I say the Democrats, be damned. They blew it there because because, what the trial because that's what he should have been impeached for. I know. It's like it's they had him insane. dead to rights, and he was like, "I didn't do it." And they were but, like, but "Damn what, it!" What about the Mueller report? 
Well, again, Bob Mueller testified before Congress. And that was a bomb. He testified before Congress, and he said, if I meant to say the president was innocent, I would have said he was innocent. And I didn't say that. So, again, what does take her out mean? If he was if he was innocent, I would have said it. And then he never said it. So I'll, I'll leave the ball in your court on that one for a minute. I'm just saying, the, the Democrats, the second they allowed the Russia thing to just... They spent all that time on it, and they just moved away. Because ultimately, as Bob Mueller uh, explained, Canada died a sitting president. So we couldn't bring charges against him. That's why Michael Cohen went to jail, and Trump was named, was an unnamed co-conspirator in that case. And, and he still may face charges when he leaves office on that, because then he won't have the protections of the presidency. But he, he has to live that long, of course. <laughs> <laughs> He's. You're probably it's, right about the re-election here, yeah. and I know for a lot of people that's very upsetting. Right, sure um, it is. Again, my concern is, and you should be concerned about this, Victoria, is that the Democrats they're going to blow it. And, and I'll tell you why I say this. I've always been a big George W. fan. I love the guy. I really do. I think he's yeah, as yeah. honest. And trustworthy a person as you'll ever get when it comes to being in office. Mm. He didn't lie about Iraq. He was given information from Donald Rumsfeld and Colin Powell and the Czech Republic that there was chemical weapons in Iraq. And he believed that. And I believe he believed that. That guy's not smart enough or slick enough to have have pulled off the greatest lie of all time i don't buy that for one second and and trump can can beat that all he wants that dry it's not true um and i have read extensively on that again big fan of that guy that's not how it went down in 2004 you you have to admit i'm I'm sure you don't even care because i know you're probably anti-bush family at this point (laughs) again i mean Trump's done a nice job of poisoning the well on the Republican establishment, and Mitch McConnell fell in line, whether there's blackmail of that or not, or whatever the case may be. It's going to hurt the party long term. You know that. You'll take four more years of Trump, and I understand that. But I would say probably prepare for 12 years of Democratic rule after that. Nobody wants that, Michael. And I think that's going to be the greatest after effect to the Trump presidency is that people won't want a Republican in office. Well, that... You know, amazing you say that because those are the things that I've been thinking about, too. I mean, those that thought has definitely crossed my mind because you see it happen. You see it happen in patterns. Look at eight years of Obama. Yeah. Now we got Trump. And I'm figuring, OK, well, if, if Trump is going to do what he's doing, if, he, if he's going to be whatever, uh, possibly after he gets out in 2024, well, we're going to start seeing uh, Democrats take control again because people say, I'm fed up with this. I'm fed, I want to change. I want to change. And they may run on that. You know, like Obama did, hope and change stuff. But that's one of the biggest concerns. I'm not going to lie about that. That's one of the biggest concerns I have that mm-hmm. come 2024, we're going to have a Democrat House, Senate, and White House. That's a scary thought, man. So <laughs> this is why I say, again, as a Republican, why sacrifice the short term for the long term? Is it because they're all 75-year-old white guys and they don't give a crap? Because you and I aren't in our 70s, Michael, and I feel like we're being abandoned by the Republican Party, and I don't like it. Victoria, I tried being a Democrat. Mm, Didn't work out for you? Almost a whole afternoon. 
Oh, um, can't make it too far. It was tough. <laughs> um, I really tried. I, I really like, did. Like I will say, <laughs> when when people say both parties are bad, um, I always slap my forehead because they are both bad, but for different reasons. Mm-hmm. The Democrats uh, are bad in that they are beholden to the same corporations that Republicans are. Mm-hmm. Only their social policies favor. The people, and the Republicans, beholden to the same corporations, literally hold their allegiance to those corporations. It, it's an interesting mix. Mm-hmm. Um, not big into voting against my own self interests. That is true. Yeah. Right. The problem, though, is is I'm a 44 year old white guy living in the nice suburb of Hartford. So you would think you'd be Republican, right? I, well, well, I am obviously. a Republican, and I had been my entire life. Not the hateful kind, though, I like to point out. I've always, I used to call myself a social moderate, and I was definitely a social liberal, mm. uh, but a, a staunch fiscal conservative. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Pinch the pennies. You know? You don't need 18 welfare programs. Just one. Just one. Just one. It all comes from that one. That way we could watch every nickel and dime. I'm all for it. I, you know what else I like, Michael? Border security. You know what I'd like to see? Defenses all patched up and fixed. You know what I don't want? A $25 billion wall. You know why? How much a $25 billion wall really costs? You know what There's the maintenance on that thing yeah. is? They said $2 billion a year. Yeah, that's a lot. I mean, in 10 years, it's almost as much as the wall costs. Not interested. Stupid idea. Don't need it. Why people continue to go along with that, it blows my mind. I love border security. I thought Mexico was paying for it. Right? Well, yeah. haven't heard that one in a while. Thanks for busting that one out. Yeah, you're welcome. That was so 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's true. I mean, right? right? When's the last like time anybody? When's the last time anybody criticized Trump for uh, uh, separating kids at the border? It's been a while. But yeah, they, just, they don't even care anymore. They, they, like, you don't hear it, Michael. They don't even care anymore because the Democrats, like I said, if you stayed on Russia. I think you could have gotten the guy out of office. Right. The second you were like, well, we'll find something else. You allowed for the sour grapes defense. The one he's been going with from the get go. That the only reason they attack him is because they can't deal with the results of the election. Which you have to admit, our own national security says they interfered on his behalf. That's a fact. Okay. To what extent? We don't know. We don't understand. Do they change votes? No, we know that's not a that's not a thing. Okay, misinformation campaign. Can you measure that? Probably not. It's the same thing with the Houston Astros uh, cheating scandal in baseball. How do you quantify that? Did they cheat every game? Does it matter? You don't have to cheat once to be a cheater. You done cheated, right? Think about Pete Rose, right? Sure. (laughs) I mean, look, you know, there's there's. I think long term. The, the Democrat, it's going to work out for the Democrats, right. unfortunately. And again, if you you, you talked about the pattern, That's, when you considered, you know, people, oh, George H.W. Bush was a one-term president. That was 12 years of Reagan mm-hmm. is what that was. You you know, you were there in the 80s, my man. You a, know, it was I good was, times. It was. It was fun times. And, yes, it and, was. And where it probably should have gone Democrat, people were really riding the wave. Like four more years and then the recession hit. And then some hubba bubba from the south came playing a saxophone, and there you go. That's it. Right? Eight years of that, we had enough. 
Eight years of that? Bring a bush in. Need another bush. It's been too long. Right? Eight years of Obama. Yep. And what happened to this country? Right? There was this. no way. This the, the, mm-hmm. the country couldn't lean any further left. People okay? didn't want, people didn't want that. But here's the problem. And this is what I this is what I find and 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 where it blows my mind uh with with your uh regular uh run of the mill republicans people that talk about people living in the midwest right you you're voting against healthcare which a lot of you get from the government and their farms take subsidies which are which is a nice way to say welfare, but for a corporation or a business, right? And and so you you looked at, you know, I understand a Christian farmer in, in Iowa who thinks two gay guys getting married is friggin' weird. I get it. Why wouldn't he think that's weird? That's not his that's world. That's not robot. in his that's not in his bubble. But he didn't have he didn't have a problem with that. Do you know there's only one demographic of Christian men? It's evangelicals. No kidding. Um, 2554. That is in support of overturning Roe versus Wade. It is the only demographic. Catholics and any other denomination of Christianity, they all are majority in support of Roe v. Wade. So... It's not even these religious topics. The thing that that people seem to have the biggest issue with in the Obama years, it, it wasn't it wasn't all the the recognizing of gay marriage and, and, and abortion and stuff like that it was health care. Mm-hmm. Right. It was a thing that they that they needed that really wasn't a social issue that the Republicans turned into one and convinced these people that they didn't want that. And they also wanted the elimination of the death tax. The death right. tax, of course, affecting only the richest 5,000 families in America. I remember watching a Trump rally in Alabama where those people were chanting to end a death tax. I mean, what a joke. Like some of y'all chanting that don't even know what you're talking about. They don't. <laughs> they clearly don't. I mean, what a joke. To, to make that your rallying cry to people who they want to vote Republican. Uh, uh, Michael, I mean, again, taxes. what is it? Fifteen thousand lies. What would you say the number was before? Hold on, let me pull it. It was like fifteen thousand three hundred and forty. I said ten thousand the other day, and somebody was like, "Nah, he's like over fourteen k." I was like, well, how? "It's been like I read that like it's a insane. month ago." And that it was, was in like a thousand and fifty-five days. Yeah. He's had so many opportunities to bridge the divide, to rally all of them. Again, the idea. People on the left don't want border security. I mean, what a ludicrous and ridiculous thing to say. They don't want your mm. stupid wall. It's too expensive. If this clown could build a wall, like a nice big giant wall for like 180K the whole way, do it. Do it. But he can't. It's a waste of money. Just makes no sense. I feel like there are some concerns rather than the money and like the wasting of money, especially on the left side of like people that are fleeing from other countries having a place to go. 
And I know it's not the smartest thing to do, but I'm just saying, like, that is, like, kind of a concern. You know, just, like, other people's lives. <laughs> you know, I always find it curious when people are talking about, like, Syrian refugees. I mean, where'd those refugees come from? Nobody? <laughs> wow. All the bombings all, in all- Syria. From the, and, yeah. and really, what are those? What are those bombings in Syria boil down to? It's it's who, who's really fighting there? It's us and the Russians with right. Iran. And so you're you're bombing the bejesus out of Syria, and you're creating refugees, and then you don't you don't want to help them. And then I and I often hear this exactly. from my brethren to the right. Why don't those people stay there and rebuild? Well, the answer is simple, because there's more bombs coming tomorrow. And so why would you rebuild in a war zone? That would be stupid. And by the way, do you know do you know which refugees generally make it to America? The doctors in Syria and the lawyers, the bankers, and the professionals who have money who can get the hell out of that war zone. So, so my point is, is when I hear the president talking to a crowd of Republicans and he's speaking at about a 50 percent accuracy rating, I have a problem with that. And, and I and I think it's not going to. I mean, again, don't forget a long time ago, those people down south, those conservatives, those were the Democrats. A long time ago. Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah, that's true. They're of that mindset, Michael, being being a religious group. They, they know and they see, and they're often the swing votes back and forth when we see these major shifts. I know they're not happy with the trade war with China. So easy to win till it's not. Again, what what's that going to look like if there were an alternative candidate to Trump? Say Joe Walsh were to run uh, as, as an independent or Michael Bloomberg <laughs> or Hillary Clinton. I just she's made horns run. on my she's head when run. I said that. She's gonna maybe run. she will. Maybe more people should run. Maybe we. Maybe we do need some more choices. She, I'm just saying, long term, I don't. I don't understand, and I don't appreciate or respect the fact that this old generation of Republicans is willing to sacrifice the future. And I'm. I'm. I'm glad you admit that you've thought about that oh, as yeah. well, because you and I have never even discussed that. Oh yeah, it's definitely something I see happening, it's, it's and not, I don't like it. It's not because it was a thought. It was I actually lived to see this pattern take place uh, through uh, quite a few presidents, uh, conservative. Then you go after that eight years, you go now you got liberal, and now people get fed up with that. Now you got conservative, and see now you get eight years of Trump, let's say, which you will. Um, What's going to happen in 2024? I don't know if you're saying that like you're antagonizing me. I'm with you. I and and I and I'm antagonizing I, Victoria. No, I'm, I'm just only. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm kidding. Yes. I'm kidding. Hear me out. It's just a little bit frightening because I do, in the back of my mind, in the back of my heart, honestly, I know that he's going to win because of like things like my parents. They thought that this entire trial was about Joe and Hunter Biden. They thought that the whole thing was just basically around him. And like, and I'm just like, no, like that is just not it. Like, so it just 
So if we don't even know what the impeachment trial is about, how do you expect them to be like mad about it or expect a fair trial or want him out of office? Half the people in America, since they dragged that out for so long, either don't care or are so confused that they're just like, I can't even can't watch Adam Schiff anymore. (laughs) Before I kind of wind this down, you know, in a reboot of this podcast, I felt it was important to have both sides represented. I consider myself to be an independent at this point. Uh, my my vote is is open to the best candidate, whomever that might be. It probably won't be Trump, but I'll be fair, Michael. I mean, it, it, <laughs> if if he doesn't do anything insane right between now and then, and I don't like who else is running. I would certainly consider the fact that he's served four years as a president and survived an impeachment. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, and 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 most of his uh, original campaign being in prison. I mean, he survived all that. So, again, in my own personal research on Hillary Clinton, I decided on Election Day that I could vote for her because the things I thought I knew about her weren't true. And if none of these things are sticking to Trump, then at the end of the day, Michael, they're not true. And if that be the case, I could certainly be open to voting for the person I think is the better candidate, whoever that might be. How do you feel about that? No, I mean, I I see your point. I understand it. I mean, I really do. Because uh, you do want the best candidate to win. You want someone... Who has his country's best interests at heart? You, you, you want someone who has that experience to be able to handle the economy, handle the jobs. And you, you know, you want what's best for this country because you want what's best for your family. You want what's best for their families when they have kids and so on for future generations. So, I mean, I, I tend to agree with you on that. I really will. I mean, uh, surprisingly, I would agree with you on I, that. I, I like that. <laughs> now, you just brought something up, Victoria, that I, 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 I can't help but uh, bring up again. Uh, and I mentioned this sort of earlier on, is the disservice that Fox News has done for this entire trial. Right. It's like you cannot watch things on Fox News. They're like running you, yeah, it's They're running video yes. of what's happening, and they're not running any audio. Mm-hmm. So you don't get to hear Schiff speak. Mm. You don't get to hear what's happening. You get Jesse Waters and that stupid hair Telling you, telling you why he doesn't want Trump in jail, and I mean, I get it because he really likes mm-hmm. the president. But I, I like people who watch C-SPAN. I was just gonna say, I like watch people who C-SPAN. watch C-SPAN. Watch C-SPAN if you don't want to hear the dialogue. I have a question. Yeah. What do you think about the Democratic debate being hosted on Fox News? Because I think there's like there's so many people that watch it. Yeah. But do you think that there will be that commentary that like? completely like ruins it could be i i think i think i'd like the republicans to have a democratic debate mm-hmm. because in, and i and you know what makes me laugh is this idea that um the mainstream media misrepresents things what's the most watched cable network michael do you know it actually, it actually has more viewers than CNN, MSNBC, and CNBC combined. You know what network I'm talking about? Do you? I just uh, mentioned it. Fox. That's the Fox answer. Fox News, yes. Yeah. Why Fox News that. continues to, to trump itself uh, out Too to soon. be 
out to be not the mainstream media. They're the most mainstream that there is. And why they continue to misrepresent and 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 cover things in a very partisan fashion is again it's doing a disservice to the country it's doing a disservice to the party and it's doing a disservice literally to themselves because you brought it up earlier victoria how important credibility is and when trump is gone and there's no one there to tell you left is right and right is left Mm -hmm. there there's going to be a leadership problem and there's going to be a real void there and people are going to, I really think, I mean, literally have come to Jesus moments <laughs> to try to decide how, how you get back to being normal and, and having the facts just be the facts. And they're not open to Kellyanne's alternative facts or, or any of this other post-truth nonsense that your generation uh, helped create, Victoria. Um, You're welcome. I don't need the facts. This is how I feel, and that's just as real. It's not, okay? Uh, the numbers don't lie. The The facts are the facts, it, it, plain and simple. Um, and, 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 and it's my concern for this country, though, is, is how we're going to get back. And I hope with this show, I, I didn't attack you too much. You would no. think, Michael, you and I should be agreeing more on things. Yeah, I mean, like, there are points you made that I we do should. agree with. Yes, absolutely. And Victoria was nice to me tonight, too, right? Right. She, like, I feel like we had, like, a real nice time. Yes. I, feel, I didn't feel attacked. Did I, you feel attacked? No, and I got great news for you. Okay. If this pattern goes on the way it's been going on, you might have to suffer through four years of Trump, but then what happens in 2020, uh, 2024? Yeah. You get you get your uh, Democrat president, Democrat, you, 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 it, but that's your biggest. Yeah, hope. That's you your biggest free education. That's your biggest hope, but it's my biggest fear. I don't want yeah. like free education. I just want like free healthcare because people be dying. I think the best thing the progressives have ever suggested was to have free education, and I'll tell you why. Number one, you got to take this out of your head because people are really stupid when it comes to understanding what free education means. Um, that doesn't mean you're going to Harvard for free. Right. That's a private school. You're not going to Harvard or Yale or Quinnipiac. You're going to Central Connecticut State for free. You're going to Southern Connecticut State or Western Connecticut or Middlesex Community College. That's what you're getting for free. And I'll tell you what, I would rather see my tax dollars get sunk into education for what otherwise would be stupid people who can't take care of themselves than have people get their their, their lazy butt on welfare. Spend the money and the resources on the people, and the people will be better. They'll act better. They'll be smarter, and everything will be better, and you'll see less crime because that's how stats work. I just genuinely think that they don't want that. Like, why would they want that? Why would they want their people to be more educated? Because then they can't, like, manipulate us and tell us things. And when people are watching Fox News, they're not going to believe it because they're actually going to be educated. I also, I don't want to pile on because, I mean, CNN hasn't been perfect. Um, I think there's less intent right, right. with CNN. I think CNN is extremely sloppy. Um, 
it's more of an oopsie than a, I'm lying to it's, you. It's sloppy journalism. It's it's a rush to be first and not yeah. to be accurate. Well, uh, would you say it was an oops moment with Don Lemon laughing at uh, Trump supporters and calling them names? Would it be any worse than the Seth Rich thing with Sean Hannity? Let's not. We're not even. That's apples and oranges. We're not even going there. I mean, literally, a family of a of a murder victim had to beg Sean Hannity to stop pushing an an insane conspiracy theory. Don Lemon shouldn't have laughed at Trump supporters, and neither should Republican Rick Wilson. We shouldn't be mocking each other. Early on, Michael, I wanted to, because again, I'm a Republican. I've been a conservative my whole life. And and this idea that that this Trump's chosen by God, you people need to be slapped upside the skull. Anyone who thinks that is a moron. Sorry. I I am, like I said, I'm a conservative. I am a Christian. I am conservative. Uh, when they say he was appointed by God, there's people that I've seen people have had prophecy saying the Lord told me that Donald Trump would be the don't want to get into any kind of religious talk here. But the scripture does say that God raises up leaders and takes them down. So, OK, I don't know if they meant it in that respect or are they saying that this was a divine appointment and God told me and I've heard stuff like that and I don't buy that. I just, I just buy, I'm just simply what the Bible says. God raises one up, takes another down. You know, if it's Trump, it's Trump. Maybe he has a purpose for it. Who knows? If he's going to win in 2020 this year, who knows? But if the Bible said a giant Oompa Loompa would become the president and save the, the world, then I would think all of those things were true. I just don't understand. How come nobody was saying this about Obama? How come Obama didn't fall from heaven? I don't understand. Why is Trump a, sa- a savior? Oh from heaven? Well, no, no, no. Um, uh, I just don't understand. Actually, I can answer this for for um, for for all the Republicans because mm-hmm. I was there when it happened. Let me know. He was the Antichrist. That's, oh no, I was there. Oh yeah, I was here for that. That's he was what, the Antichrist. That's fact, what they were saying. I about finally got this. Duncan to nod at something I that's, said. That's Thanks, so Duncan. Yep, he's like he anything else. He's like, I like, do like, remember nah. that. You haven't seen. He's been nodding all night here. He's been. <laughs> I think oh, at you though. Yeah, is it, at you. Every uh, time I open my mouth, he looks over and he's like, "Yeah, nothing." With disdain. Let's not put him on the spot. What are you gonna do? Again, I I hope that week in and week out we can yes. kind of take a look at the news and the topics of the week and and again just have a pleasant conversation. Absolutely, three people uh, from three different generations, mm. all white, but it is America. All Caucasian. What could you do? Um, I'm, I I I I promise we will not spend any episodes pontificating on race or racism. Uh, and if we do, we will definitely bring uh, minorities on to speak about it. Because if there's if there's one thing I hate do, I hate doing as a white person, it's trying to speak on racism and and how minority people feel about being uh, mistreated. Right. Uh, and and to pontificate about that. I don't. I support people who want to talk about it, uh, but I think the people who are suffering should be the ones. Uh, to talk about True. how how that gets yeah. fixed, so so we won't we won't waste your time on that kind of nonsense. Make sure you visit clovercrestmedia.com backslash divided we stand. You can also follow us on <laughs> okay. Twitter and um, Facebook on Facebook. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Michael. I'm getting old now. I forget what they call the uh, the Googles. Uh, for Victoria Lang and Michael Gadiosi, I'm Joe McGuire. We'll talk to you again next time on the Divided We Stand podcast.